All right, we this are rolling. Is this recording? Yep, it's recording. Camera's recording. Oh, it's a camera recording. Oh, oh no, the camera. Not recording. Okay. <laughs> All right, now the camera is recording. We got a little perfect. Got a little kind of dark now. Looking darker. Yeah, we did look a little bit darker for a second. A little strange. All right, <laughs> we are back in this thing. We're like back a, up in here. Like a, like a what comes back into? Oh my god. <laughs> I could think of so many things, but they're kind of nasty. Yeah, so I ain't me gonna too. Say That's it. what I was like. It's uh, like, I would usually say it, but back. since we got the camera right here, I ain't gonna say it. Because then it'd be like a porn. Feel me? Right, let's just edit that. <laughs> let's just edit that. We started off way too explicit. <laughs> oh my goodness. It gets raunchier oh, than that. Man. It'll be funny if this was the first YouTube video automatically demonetized. <laughs> They're like, these guys came out the gate like, oh my we do goodness. not want any compensation. <laughs> Yo, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that'd be pretty fun. That'd be legendary. Yeah, it would be pretty good. <laughs> probably, yeah, they'd have mad respect for us. For Matt real. Respects <laughs> How you feeling, man? Uh, oh, God. Stressed. Very stressed. Word. But like life stress, typical life stress, doing a job, being like, oh, this is so tiring. It's exhausting. You get annoyed. You feel overwhelmed. But then you got it at some point you got to move on and be like, you know what? I've got to do this for now, but it's just for now. Right. It's not forever. Yeah, for sure. So uh, That's the hardest thing to accept because you have to go through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just the way life has us set up. It, it is kind of sucks, but you know, I guess you, this is what it is. You can't do nothing about it. Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was like looking at something and, it says it says something about like how we're like very privileged in America in terms of like we can just focus on ourselves and what we want or whatever oh, all the time. Yeah, and and like other places they can like focus on they like they can focus on themselves to an extent, but it's more so like about the community, communal mindset. Yeah, yeah. instead of like just self. Yeah, there's which, a term for that, and I can't remember what it is, but it's kind of like your inner desires should reflect something that's bigger than you because right, you don't yes. have a sense of like control over every aspect of your life. So it's better that you live a life that's like of service to people right. and not a literal service job. Like, Oh, you have to work in service, but more so whatever your talents, your skills are, are applied to helping others. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing that I feel personally is important but it's hard to explain that to other people because yeah. other people say, no, you need a little you time. You know, in the West, we're all about me time. Right. Like, I feel like we get plenty of that here. Yeah, we get enough. You know, I know that. I get like a lot of me time and like, I don't, I, you know, I, I know I'm, I know I'm selfish with my time and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that. for sure. Yeah. I'll be lying if I said I wasn't, <laughs> but I think it's, it's kind of sad that a lot of people are looking out for themselves because mm-hmm. even when you hear people say this and once again, this is not political. I've probably made this statement before, but I promise I'm not talking about politics. It's just one of the things that I think of. But whenever people talk about paying taxes, right? they go, oh, I have to pay for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, it's for the good of other people as well. And they're like, well, I worked for my money. I don't want to have to pay for it. Yeah, but yeah. If we're all paying a certain amount, then the cost isn't as expensive when it comes to, you know, certain things in healthcare or whatever the case may be. But mm-hmm. it's just interesting to hear people say, well, that's my earnings. And it's like, why do you think your earnings only belong to you? Because the whole point of the economy is so that we put money circulate into it money. and money circulate. Right. Mm-hmm. But people want to store up and save and yeah. big business. And, oh, how do you cut your taxes so you can keep all your money? <laughs> that's the problem. Right. Everybody want to be selfish and hoard money, man. Like you, you can't take that. Can't take that with you when you die. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's the thing, <laughs> setting up you know, your family and people around you for the future and not always thinking about who it's going to affect directly. Sometimes you do things indirectly that are going to help people, you know? Mm-hmm. But everybody's kind of focused on like one or two things and it's like, can we break outside of that bubble? You know? Right, but yeah. It's easy to get caught up in that. So. True. Yeah. Well, welcome back to Black Boundaries Podcast. That was a great intro. That was a good intro. I like that really a lot. Good. Yeah. It's probably like the best intro yet. That is probably the best intro. <laughs> so we've got the camera going. We've got the audio going. I don't know which one to focus on, but I like both. Oh, yeah. I don't know either, actually. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I'll just more so pay attention to the levels or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Look at the camera occasionally. So you're the audio guy, so I'll be the video guy. I'm um, I'm uh, Parks from uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> Parks. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to Black Boundaries Podcast. Today, we're basically just talking about aging and things that become more important to you as you age and getting older. Mm-hmm. So focusing on the important things is the main thing. And the reason why I thought of this is because my birthday was recently... Shout out to me, October 12th. Yes, it's sir. my birthday week. I want y'all to cash at me, send me all the money, celebrate me, uplift me, make sure that y'all. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't it's a, face, it's a Facebook post. <laughs> yeah, that should have been my Facebook post. Oh my goodness. But yeah, it, it wasn't even me focusing on my birthday. Like to me, my birthday is just another day. I kind of enjoy doing stuff with my friends. Me and Terrell got food together. That was really nice to get a break from the office to get outside, you know, and have some fresh air and then go eat some really good food because Tap Room was great. Bro, that food was, that burger was, that's the best burger I had in town. Is that a chain restaurant? Nah, it's just, that's local. There's a local restaurant called Tap Room that's in San Marcos, Texas. If you ever had the chance to go, go. Because it was really good. <laughs> I had a burger. What burger did I get? I think I got the bacon burger. You got the bacon yeah, burger. Yeah, I right? got the bacon burger. Yeah. So good. Fries were the, good. The fries were crispy. Yep. Nice. I think that burger, that bun was really good. Whatever Bro, bread that was. That bun was amazing. It hit me like after. Like it was really good. And I was like, what was so was good about it? I was like, that bun was really good. Crisp and like. A little sweet and yeah it was like rich yeah it didn't taste like regular wheat right it had like more of a yeah more flavor and i love that like that made the burger pop it's your birthday oh my goodness that's hilarious <laughs> but yeah that was really good and i think the whole day I was just thinking about, you know, what I was going to basically say to family members and people who call you who are like, hey, how do you feel? It's your birthday. And it's like, I feel okay. I mean, nothing really changes on your birthday for me personally. Mm -hmm. But I think in general, as you get older and you start to age, certain things just start to become more important. Other things become less important. So I started really thinking about, like, what do we focus on? What's good to focus on as you begin to age? And it looks different for everybody because some people will tell you, well, as you get older, you know, you should look for this or look for that. And sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes you're like, "Uh, that doesn't really align with anything that is going on in my life currently. Right. So I think it's kind of important to be fair to people and allow them to kind of you know, set the tone for themselves. So I don't want to sound too selfish. (laughs) But yeah, I just wrote down a couple of things. So we're just going to kind of go back and forth. But the first thing that I thought of was focusing on future achievements and not being too hard on myself because I know everybody has this goals mindset. You see my posts like everywhere on Instagram and hashtag goals. And I realized that trying to get somewhere in life, a lot of people tell you it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. You have to be hardworking. You got to have that hustle mentality, especially in Western culture. That's like the biggest thing is the grind. But a part of me realizes that a lot of future achievements really aren't difficult to obtain. It's more so that there's this grind mentality and working hard and we kind of overexert energy. Right. And it's really a negative. It's like not a good thing at all. Mm -hmm. Because when you start to focus on something and you stress and you agonize about it, it causes it to become almost like a problem in your life. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so if you imagine always trying to be the best salon or trying to be the best, you know, restaurant or whatever, it's like where does the enjoyment of doing what you love really come in? Yeah. Cause at some point you're just going to try to be the hottest, whatever. And then that's it. That's what, that's, <laughs> that's what like ruins people's passions. Yes. You know, just like yes. trying to just, just that hustle shit and yeah. trying to be the very best and it don't happen. Then you get sad, you know, right. you, you should just like enjoy what you're doing and try your best shit. That's yeah. All, that's agree. all you can do. Yeah. I think like, For a lot of people, it looks as if you have to do all these things, reading Forbes magazine or looking at all the successful entrepreneurs. And a lot of people do talk about grinding. Gary Vee, for example, talks about grinding and pushing yourself and hustling and making every day count. But I think he understands that if he says any less than that, a lot of people will 
be relaxed. Get lazy. And yeah. get lazy, mm-hmm. right? So he doesn't literally mean every single day, get up and do this and do this and do this. I think he's more so trying to push you to be motivated and passionate about what you're seeking out. And he even lets people know, he'll be like, if you don't really want that, don't do it. Right. Even though I'm saying it and it looks cool and it looks interesting, he's like, I don't get much sleep. (laughs) You know, so it's a good and a bad. Some people are like, hey, I just want a life of, you know, being stress-free and being happy. And they don't necessarily want all that hustle and doing more and building. And everybody says, you need to be, what's the word that they always use? They always say, like, you need to be capitalizing. Like, you need to be, like, doing the next big thing. Oh, right. Like, yeah, yeah. Elevating. Always yeah, that's one up in yourself or whatever. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And there's only so much elevating that you can do. I feel like For sure. <laughs> it gets to a certain point where even you see people who are super su- successful who aren't happy. And they're looking back on their lives like, man, I spent all that time hustling and grinding but maybe they never got the chance to really spend time with their kids mm-hmm. to have a different, you know, just a decent lifestyle. Yeah. I remember um, there was a interview with Casey Neistat and he talked about how during the height of his YouTube career, right. him and his, well, I think it was his girlfriend. I don't know if they were married at the time, but I think it's his wife now, but him and his wife were like almost on the verge of just splitting. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. That happens all the time to people. Yeah. Like, Cause he's like, I was literally vlogging every single day Yeah, and couldn't put the camera down. And I was like, <laughs> you know, trying to explain that to somebody that you're in a relationship with and completely focusing on that. It's almost like impossible to do, you know? Yeah. What I mean? But once again, it's not a literal thing. So when I focus on future achievements, I realize, okay, I can obtain these things. I have to work hard. I have to be diligent. But I also have to give myself a realistic expectation of not overdoing it and stressing myself. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of people say don't do what you love for a living because when it's about money, you love it less. Yeah, it ruins it. Yeah. Right? Plenty of people love playing basketball in the park, but then they become, you know, these professional athletes and they're like, I hate this. Yeah, Focusing I, on every championship, you know. I remember I took like this music class and... um college and music, no, no, music no, technology no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> and I took music music technology mm-hmm. I hated that class yeah that class was terrible I was like bro this will make me like hate making music <laughs> right yeah I've heard people say that like I think it was um who's the producer Kenny Beats I think he talked about going to Berkeley mm-hmm. and he was like I think it made me less good at music and I don't think he meant that in a literal way I think he meant he was so focused on like trying to complete projects and do assignments and how production yeah, should just be, do it quote, like yeah know? the right way or whatever the right. quote unquote right way <laughs> and then you almost don't want to experiment because you're like oh that's not gonna sound right or that's right. not gonna be right and you know he comes from you know electronic music and hip hop and this different background where you're supposed to be experimenting with sounds and trying new stuff not saying that you can't do that in college but it definitely has like a different approach you know yeah true so that's definitely my uh number one so i think everybody can sort of take away from that do you have one that you want to throw out there yeah my first one is um creativity in terms of like priorities yeah you know, i feel like in college I, I did do creative things but i don't know i feel like i didn't do enough of it you know oh, okay. okay and i feel like um i don't know i just had all that free time and like, i would like sometimes do stuff i'd be chilling watching anime or something like that mm-hmm. or i don't know just messing around with a girl or something like that <laughs> yeah yeah and then you know that, I, that's I, easy I, to happen yeah I, then you know like you know i'm like 27 now and i'm like man i should like have way more music made i should have way right. more um video projects made like but that's something that i just need to like do better with you know right right that's my one yeah i think it's it's difficult because and it's funny because i was just thinking about this earlier like you really can't change things that have happened in the past yep and i think a lot of those things that you look back on rather than reflecting on them negatively mm-hmm. is to look at them and say you know what i did have some opportunities that were missed i did have a lot of things that i didn't utilize in terms of my time and resources and efforts but it almost gives you that drive to want to do more, you know, after. Because right. you now realize what's important. You now realize the effects. True. So I think it's important for people to, you know, take the time to realize that not everything is going to work a certain way. So when you're looking at the past and things that you may have missed or not been able to do, try to take that same amount of drive and push it into what you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you know, and like dwelling on the past, I used to do that like a lot in terms of like opportunities missed. Like you were saying before, um, 
if something didn't work out with a girl, I'm like, man, what did I do wrong? Yep. Like, you know, it, it just be like on my mind for like a forever. month or so. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't like yeah you like, I'm pretty sure I was pretty, a, a pretty great person, <laughs> you know, yeah. but yeah. you know, exactly. um, in terms of like, I don't know, like I said, opportunities or whatever, but at the end of the day, that don't matter. Right. It don't matter why it didn't work out. That's a good point. You just got to yeah. move past it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's all learning experiences. So take away from what you can, you know what I mean? But don't get caught up in it. Right, Because exactly. it's like you trying to observe it. And that's the thing, too. If there are certain things that you know that you'll get hung up on thinking about past relationships or whatever, don't even acknowledge it. Just mm-hmm. move on from it. Because if you keep on going back and dipping and you're not talking to a therapist or a professional or getting help, then... You trying to like stir all of that up in your mind and make sense of it can really just be a hang up. Yeah. Because now you're thinking about, oh, you remember when that didn't work out? Oh, yeah. And then that other time that didn't work out. And then it's just a constant yeah, it just snowballs until a lot, a lot of stuff. Right. And it's like you become the most harsh critic of yourself, you know. Yep. And I think that's a negative thing. So people, you can reflect on the past. You can learn from experiences. You can try to do better. But if you know that you're going to get caught up and just start pulling yourself down, because the brain kind of naturally does it. Oh, yeah. Nah, you know what I mean? That happens like, you know, when I think about um, dying. Right. The brain is very analytical. <laughs> if it gets onto a topic or a subject and it's one of those things that's questionable, whether it's about life or experience or whatever, and you mm-hmm. don't have full details or answers. Yeah. Yeah. You can get. Yeah. That's a rabbit hole. Yeah. Right. You'll be thinking <laughs> about that. Anything. Right. Like forever yeah yeah <laughs> until i don't know i guess like until you get like busy with um something else that's what i typically do when my mind gets like that i just maybe i like read something or i just start doing something with my hands yeah <laughs> then you know i'll be good then that's good that's a good way of getting out of it it's it's always nice to have activities and things that kind of push you away from the negativity mm-hmm. and i think that's why it's so important to have hobbies and to have people to talk to yeah because having someone to talk to is important especially a professional that's why therapy is so important just having a conversation with someone who's objective because that does give you the time to reflect but they can also give you professional tips on how not to get stuck uh get stuck in the past right and then on top of that too it's like When you have activities and things that you're really passionate about, you putting your focus on that rather than all the other distractions gives you a sense of purpose Mm -hmm. because you're like, oh, this is the thing that I'm good at. This is what I can do. Yeah. And I think for the majority of people, it's not their nine to five job for the most part. It's typically something else. Yeah. It may be something close to their job. Sometimes it's completely unrelated. There's people who enjoy. It's funny because I was talking to a coworker and this is somebody who's a professor and he works in a you know, I forget what department he's from. But anyway, he's a professor, but he loves woodwork. It's just a random thing that he really enjoys. And I was like, did you grow up doing it? Like I was trying to figure out and kind of gauge where he got that inspiration from to start doing something like that. And he was like, no, I just remember watching a video of a guy doing woodwork. And then I started thinking about it and I was like, that'll be interesting to do. So he was kind of like, you know, toying around with the idea and then he tried it. Nice. And now he loves it. So it's like, Everybody has a passion and just because, you know, him being a professor, most people would be like, oh, that's your accomplishment. That's your thing. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I like teaching, but what he's really passionate about is woodwork. (laughs) I think everybody has like this like secret thing that nobody knows about them that they excel at. And but something that's like a more, I guess, a. normal to society will always supersede that in terms of like, oh, yeah, you got your Ph.D. That's very important but oh it like eh, i'm actually like a pretty good cook in the kitchen <laughs> right. that's like my pride and joy right there right that's so true because <laughs> everyone tries to tell you what your achievements are and a lot of people it's so funny because they're always like oh you have your master's degree that's such a great thing and i'm like it, it's cool right <laughs> but i i didn't really honestly i'm not even lying is I wasn't passionate about education. Right, yeah. Now, education is important. It definitely helped me in terms of getting a job and, you know, finding opportunities. But that wasn't like a huge achievement of mine personally. Mm -hmm. You know, when I look back on my life, I don't think I'm going to start focusing on, oh, man, when I got my master's, you know. It's like it's a stepping stone in the right direction, but it's definitely not my highest level of achievement yeah but i understand the importance of education nonetheless you know getting getting degrees that's it's just such a boring thing it really is like (laughs) when i graduated from high school i was looking like this 
I, I got a straight <laughs> face on my guys. When I got my bachelor's degree, I was looking like this. I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't smile at all. Right. Like, you know what's so crazy? I went to my high school graduation, got my associate's degree. I was like, eh, it's an associate's degree. I'm not going to go to graduation. Got my bachelor's degree. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to graduation. <laughs> got my master's. I'm like, nah, I'm not going. I didn't go to any of them because. Oh, that's crazy. I, know you, I thought you went to your master's one. <laughs> no, no, no. I literally didn't go to any of them. I missed. I kind of. I won't say on purpose, but I knew the deadline was coming and I didn't do anything. Oh, okay. (laughs) So they were like, get your applications in for graduation. I'm like, I'll get to it. (laughs) Ah, bro. We got to make like a little fake video where you like walk across the screen. screen. (laughs) Send it to your President Obama with his hand out to shake. Oh, my goodness. That would be amazing. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. When it came to education, I realized... I spent all this time studying, all this money on tuition, and it was well worth it in terms of my career, Mm -hmm. like what I need to do to get a career, to make money, to support myself financially. I understand that completely. I'm not knocking education at all because it serves a great purpose. But when I thought about what I'm passionate about and what I'm genuinely interested in, it served no purpose in that sense. Right. So I don't know. I just felt like. A lot of people get degrees and a lot of people get achievements that they feel like, you know, they're supposed to be proud of. And maybe they're questioning it. Like, why am I not that happy? Why don't I really care about this? And then it's like, maybe that's not what you were really passionate about. And that's OK. I mean, that's what like a lot of people, they end up going to like, college, to get these degrees. And but they don't even end up like working in the field that they got their degree in. Right. No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's I know crazy. somebody who studied um, geography and they're working in my department. And I was like, huh, geography, you should be like traveling and like doing a bunch of other, you know, things outside of the U.S. I don't know. I just it was interesting to hear geography because the way that they explained it to me, they kind of broke it down. And I was like, oh, that makes sense for your role. But it still kind of threw me off because I'm like, I'm sure that's not why you went into geography. Right. You know, because it's like you're almost on my end of communications in a way. True. So it kind of threw me off. But yeah, there's a lot of things that I feel like we can we can focus on and maybe get hung up on. But having those sort of activities, having that passion is really important. So, True. you know, so moving on, I have another thing here, which is just focusing on growth. Um, I think that's really important because kind of how we talked about letting go of the past. I think it's important to realize how much you've grown and how much you've matured. Mm. And I don't mean mature in the sense of the way of getting more responsibilities, but growth in the sense of maybe you're quick to catch your tongue before you say the wrong thing now. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Maybe you feel like you have more confidence in having approaches with relationships or talking to people, social settings. It's, it's important to focus on your growth because not only can you continue to capitalize on that, but also you can realize the importance of not focusing on those negative things like we said previously. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I am in my life is trying to figure out ways to grow and also seeing how far I've come yeah. from like small things. So, for example, I am terrible at communications. It it, it does not make sense to me but when you, I'm having conversations with people. Oh, well, like talking to people is the weirdest thing because <laughs> I always jump to something else. My brain is completely like separated from everybody else's and then it hits me i'm like oh that makes sense right you know so i've always had trouble communicating with people in general conversations and even debates or arguments because i'm like i'm not thinking in the same way that you're thinking right but i understand what you're thinking so that's something that's been really helpful for me is just being able to listen to people try to understand their perspective and not intervening but rather just kind of letting them speak and have their say to make sense of it. It's like, I'm trying to figure out, like, is that why me and you got along so well when we met in college? Because we got we like got each other. I think so. You know, I think yeah. I, know, I know it's like <laughs> yeah. I know it's like sometimes we don't always get each other, but I think for like yeah. the most part, we like we be like right there. <laughs> I think we get each other, and even when we don't, we're like explain that and then the person explains and you're like gotcha right yeah yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah whatever it is you know that it's going to make sense but it may not make sense in that moment mm-hmm. and i think that honestly i feel like that takes a certain amount of trust too True. because you your trust is i know this person well enough to know that they don't have bad intentions right and i know that what they say is genuine so it's like they may be saying it this way but i know how they feel right you yeah, know yeah, so i think yeah. it's important to have people like that in your life because 
some people I've had conversations with, and I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> you know? nah, it's like it's like if somebody like come up to you and they like they tell me, um, yo, Nick said this one crazy thing, and I'm like. He didn't mean it like that. Right. <laughs> like exactly. I, I know what Nick's talking about. It's like, yeah, I'm sure they said something along these lines, but probably meant this. Right. Or you probably ask him, like, you sure they didn't mean it this way? Like, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happens for sure. Nah, yeah, it's so weird. Communication is definitely hard because, you know, in terms of, I don't know, in terms of like just like, I guess, meeting new people, mm-hmm. you just never know how a conversation will go because you don't know, I guess, their communication style. Like, will we even mesh or whatever? Because... You can see them easily like start a conversation with this person, but then when they get to you, it's kind of like difficult. It's just hard to like find somewhere to go. That's yeah. why some people at my job, I like talk to them, but I don't talk to them. <laughs> I know exactly you know what, what I mean. mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's most just people, like BS. Yeah, most people I have the general conversations with. Mm-hmm. It's very easy. It's like, hey, how's it going? And then blah blah blah. Talk about the weather. Talk about the week. Boom get out of there yeah honestly (laughs) i I don't mind small talk but i don't want to do the same small talk every time i see you oh that's so true yeah (laughs) yeah that's why i don't really have like super close relationships with those people Mm -hmm. because most of the time it's general things and i realize it's so funny because we think that we're far more different than we actually are so for example i could be talking to somebody from my department who's 45 years old they've got three kids all their kids are older and it's like having a conversation with them, they probably feel like, I have nothing to say to him. Yeah. This young black guy, like, what, what am I going to say to you? <laughs> but it's so funny because I'm like, there's small things like inconveniences in life that we can both relate to. Right. We get annoyed with things. We get bored of things. We have interest in things. So it's like, we really aren't that different as people. Mm-hmm. But it's just being in that workplace environment is kind of hard to talk and have those genuine conversations. Right. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Sometimes somebody will say one particular thing and I'm like, let's focus on that. Yes. And then it yeah. leads to a whole nother conversation. Yeah. I think, like, usually, like, when you like just sharing, um, I guess, personal stuff from your life, mm-hmm. that's when you can, like, really start to, like, I guess, get away from the small talk yeah yeah and so many people are on the surface level and that's the biggest problem and i think that's the most important thing that i've learned in communications is like listening to what somebody says but then also taking into account kind of like their body language if they're comfortable right because that kind of plays into how they're going to respond yeah you know so it's like you may say something and then you're asking them questions and they respond to you but it's like as you're having the conversation, you're going to notice those other details. Right. Because sometimes you can tell when a person doesn't want to be bothered. Like, oh, if you yeah. have any social awareness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell. for sure. Sometimes people are really short. You know, they look like they're going somewhere. It's like, okay, let me just let this slide. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think humans overcomplicate things because we're so tied to, like, I don't want to be weird. You know, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be the person who stands out. So let for me just sure. blend in. Mm-hmm. You know? But... Yeah, everybody's gonna have something that's weird. So yeah, yeah, don't, I don't even think feel bad. You can't you can't form like real, I guess, relationships with people if you're always worried about every little thing that you do. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you know, you can't like stop yeah. yourself from doing the regular stuff that you do because you're not really showing your true self. Oh my goodness, yes. There's no point of lying and living a a false life mm-hmm. <laughs> and pretending all the time because that's gonna be it's stressful. Yeah, and then you're gonna feel fake. You're not gonna feel good. And then once people start to realize that that's not you, honestly, most people would be like, why weren't you just honest? True. Why weren't you just up front in the beginning? And yeah, that's kind of difficult to, to navigate through. But I agree. What you got, buddy? What, you got something else for me? I yeah, I guess like. my second one is um, in terms of priorities is my health. Ooh. So I guess like. Wow, I did not write that down. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I guess like, oh, man, when did I get really serious about it? Probably like around the time when I moved here. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was like broke and I couldn't eat out all the time. Uh, That's what made me like get into like finding like alternatives to like I guess just um, fast food, fast like, food, yeah, or just snacks. stuff that was like fried and stuff like that. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, crazy snacks and stuff. I was like, man, I can't be eating like all the stuff that I was eating when I was back home now because one, I'm broke. <laughs> Two, I'm kind of fat. <laughs> Three, I need to hit the gym. <laughs> 
and you I know. love the way that you said that. Because <laughs> number one, I'm broke. Number two, I'm fat. Nah, because like you know, it's crazy. It's, it's, it was like the fat where like you look skinny, but oh, you got like a belly stomach. Fat. Yeah, so belly it's fat, like yeah. it's called skinny fat. I'm like, bro, yeah. I look terrible right now, dog. I need to, <laughs> I need to get rid of this. And I guess I really didn't even get too serious about it until like I guess just before you came here. Okay, it was like okay. November, December when I started like really going to the gym and stuff like that. But I was eating healthier and stuff right. like that. But health is just so important like you know i just look at like my family members and i i just look at people i work with or just like random people on the streets and i'm like man they looking like they got it like bad like just yeah when you see people get to a certain state it's it's hard to watch like i don't know they just like kind of limping they just look tired from walking right you know they just walk to the door of the grocery store and they like already breathing hard and stuff like that yeah yeah man i've always wanted to be these little old people that i see just pushing just right yeah they just keep it moving i'm like wow how do you do that but honestly i think it's just our diet is already poor in the u.s as a whole just generally the food that's offered to us produce and all of that a lot of nutrients is taken away because mm-hmm. they try to preserve everything. So a lot of the foods that we're getting, you know, really aren't good foods. So it's important to not only create a diet for yourself. And I'm not talking about dieting as just like, oh, I'm going to be vegan. You know what I mean? Or I'm only going to eat vegetables. You need a variety. Yeah, yeah. It's important to have protein and all those other things, too. But right. Yeah, I think people have to find a balance because I realize that those are the extremes. It's like burgers every day or like just straight up vegan yeah and i'm like why why is there no middle ground <laughs> you know what i mean there's never a middle ground yeah and i look at social media and there's all these arguments and i'm like you know there's just healthy people right like people yeah. who eat like you said alternatives to fast food maybe they like we do we eat out like once a week typically mm-hmm. and it's like we set times you set a frame like okay well saturday night me and my friends get food that's it and then the other days, you know, throughout the week, you're cooking, you're meal prepping, and that helps. But yeah, man, that's that's really good. I'm glad that you mentioned health because that's really important. Yeah, and yeah. Checkups, doctors. Oh visits yeah, are doctors really visits. important. That's one thing that I need to get on right there. Getting yeah. more doctors visits. Probably only been like one time since I've been here. Oh okay, yeah, no more. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and it's good. I mean, sometimes going in, getting the checkup, they check your blood pressure. Getting blood work done is important too. Mm-hmm. You know, just some of those things are really great, and I think. Man, yeah, as you get older, you can't, it's like you get to a place where you can't mess around. Oh, yeah, for sure. And some yeah. people wait until it's too late and it's like, why did it, you know, if only they would have known a little sooner. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think like when you get to like your mid 20s, late 20s or whatever, you got to like get on it. Cause I don't know, mm-hmm. I, I, I see too many people like our age or whatever saying that they feel old and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. I guess like like, you could be stressed. Yeah. You could be like working a lot. (laughs) But if you feel like you're getting old because of health reasons, that's definitely something to look into. Yeah. You got to like watch yourself for sure. Because I don't know. I feel like we're not old at all. It's like maybe if you're like an athlete or something like that, you probably got like problems with your knees or something like that, back problems or something like that. But that's like the only way you should be saying that you feel old in terms of that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And that's why it's important, once again, to have those activities and hobbies because as a kid, you run around, you're playing all the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe when you're young, you were doing a sport in high school, but then a lot of people get into college, they get that freshman 15. Oh, yeah. And maybe they start going to the gym or something like that. But then after they graduate and get a job, it's like, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't work out. They don't do anything else. So it's really important to stay active. You know, yeah. Nah. And to take care of yourself. Yeah, once people get like all settled and stuff, they stop being like healthy, taking care of themselves or whatever. They're like, eh, yeah, I'm good now. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> I mean, even going on walks, just getting out and getting fresh air. Some people do gardening. There's so many ways to get outdoors and to be active, mm-hmm. you know, in small ways that are healthy, you know. Yeah. So sometimes it's even just taking the stairs instead of the elevator. True. You know? <laughs> small steps, small <laughs> steps. But yeah, that's. I'm glad that you mentioned that. I'm going to actually, yeah, I need to start doing that and add that to my list because I think I've been to the doctor. I went earlier this year, but yeah, I need to do another doctor's visit for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So we kind of talked about letting go on the past, so I'm not going to harp on this one too much, but I did write letting go of missed opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's slightly different than letting go of the past in the sense of like experiences from the past, because those are things that you went through. Yeah. But opportunities in the sense of thinking about things that you could have done differently, Mm -hmm. or maybe you did have a chance, like let's say, you know, you were applying to a school or something like that and didn't get in. And then you just keep on harping on, oh man, but I should have applied there. I should have done whatever. And, you know, a lot of people kind of daydream 
about the past, even True. if it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, they go, oh, what if I would have taken dance lessons as a kid? Yeah. It's like, well, it didn't happen, so you it can't really focus on it that. It don't matter, like we said earlier. Yeah, it doesn't matter, <laughs> so you got to move on. So when you think about missed opportunities, it's, it's good to move on from that. But that's just a short one that I kind of put in there, but we pretty much covered it. Okay. And my next one is just being more attentive. And what I mean by that is like, not necessarily paying attention to every detail because you can't keep up with everything all Mm -hmm. the time. But I think just paying more attention to certain moments because things can get lost really easily. Oh, okay, okay. So I feel like sometimes, and some people call it living in the moment. I don't want to say that too much because it makes it sound like, oh, you've only got one life to live, party it up. And it's not really Mm -hmm. that. It's more so being attentive to your relationships, the people around you, you know, the things that you say, that kind of attention, paying attention to those important details and kind of like that communal mindset, you know, because you're not focused on you being attentive to what's around you, you know, and the influence and the effect that you have on other people, you know, because I'm pretty sure there's small things like, um, these lovely tattoos that I have and I think about my nephew <laughs> and I'm like he's gonna see him and he's gonna be like Uncle Dick has tattoos why can't I you know right yeah yeah thinking about the effects that you have on other people obviously his mom would be like it's not happening but <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. feel that yeah I feel like we kind of like kind of got that communal mindset here or whatever right, in terms of right. Like helping each other out when we need it and stuff like that yeah I think so. it's so it's so interesting that sometimes having a kid, you know, for a lot of people mm-hmm. makes them realize like, oh, I've got this kid. You know what I mean? I've got this little person to take care of. And right. It's like I've, I haven't had that personally, but I just think about that in a sense of like I look at different aspects of my life and I'm like, who did I influence and what did I say? Right. What are people going to remember about you? You know what I mean? When you have conversations, are they going to be like, man, Nick was a real jerk. Are they going to look back and be like, you know what? He used to always crack jokes whenever people were feeling down or something. You know what I mean? Like something mm-hmm. good, you know? True. But you don't want to be remembered as the person who caused more pain and trouble and sorrow. Yeah. You don't want to be the dickhead <laughs> right? in somebody's yeah, don't be life. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, you probably are the dickhead in somebody's life. And when I say oh, you, yeah, yeah, I mean sure. like someone, you, yeah. anybody. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And some people, like, right, you're the rightfully bad guy. so, you should have been. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Good yeah. job. Yeah, for sure. I hope I was for like some neo Nazi. <laughs> He's like, what a jerk. God like, damn, yeah. Nick. That guy sucked. <laughs> some racist, you know, police officer or something. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. That's great. I like that you said that. That's a really good point. Well, like, another um, thing I have is having more optimism. That's good. Because I feel like I grew up just not having any optimism for anything, to be honest. I always felt like this was going to go wrong, that was going to go wrong. Oh, my God. Because, you know, everything wasn't always going wrong, but for the most part, it probably was. Even though it worked out, you know, in the meantime, eventually. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's so strange because, like, just thinking back to high school and going in, and it's, like, so much pressure. Not even thinking about, like, peer pressure. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, getting through the day used to be a task. Yeah. It's, like, man, I've got to deal with all these people I've got to just try to figure out what I really want to do, where I'm going to apply to school. And it's just like the smallest things. No, nah, yeah, so that, that's how that's how senior year was for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just and it just becomes a weight on your shoulders, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I could see that. That that That's definitely something that I would encourage for people to be more optimistic because it's something about the brain. It loves to go back to the negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the reason why is because it's so much easier to focus on the bad. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I actually have a theory about this, too. What's that? that might be crazy. So <laughs> tune in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I've always thought about this. And I feel like negativity is something that we can all talk about. And it's something that's just a natural occurrence because we don't have the same achievements. Right. So whenever you experience anything negative... It's like, oh, that's relatable. Mm-hmm. I've got you because I've gone through that. So yeah. it could be something small like, you know, maybe you once again missed opportunities. Like everybody's had some sort of missed opportunity. Yep. And it's like, well, you could say, well, everybody's had something good happen to them. But that's kind of hard to do because we look at achievements differently. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. So like, for example, getting married is a huge deal in some places. True. <laughs> in the U.S., getting married, yeah, people say it's a big deal. Congratulations and all of that. But we see the divorce rate. We see a lot of the effects of relationships, right, that don't work out. So it's just interesting to me that a lot of people can relate 
to the negative a lot more because you start to think if that person had a bad experience, chances are they experienced what I experienced, even though it can be completely different. Mm-hmm. Two people could get divorced and then they're having like this long drawn out conversation about what went wrong. Right. But it's rare that two people would get divorced and have the conversation of, you know what, but we did have good times. Yeah. And talk about the good. You true, know, what true. I, mean? <laughs> I, I just I just looked up this thing. Why do we dwell on negative thoughts? Oh, and perfect. it sounded like you was like kind of close to what they're saying. But yeah, say those who are th- those who are more attuned to danger and who pay more attention to the bad things around them were more likely to survive. The evolutionary perspective suggests that this tendency to dwell on the negative more than the positive is simply one way the brain tries to keep us safe. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. And it makes sense. Yeah. It's funny because I was saying the thing about the brain is kind of analytical and it goes back to those things. I Mm -hmm. wasn't thinking necessarily about survival, so I won't take credit. Yeah. But it is interesting that your brain does that, but that makes perfect sense. It does. That makes perfect sense. It is trying to like make the happy guy got eaten by the lion Mm because he was out strolling at 1 a.m. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody else was in their tent. Yeah, everybody else scared or whatever. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, that's that's true. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like uh, people who are like, I guess cowards or whatever are more right they just stay more safe than like yeah. somebody who's brave or whatever. oh my gosh you know and i'm i promise you i'm not trying to say anything negative please don't take offense i'm not talking about people with you know extreme issues right but sometimes dealing with negative people now if you're depressed if you have anxiety i'm not talking about that but some people who are like miserable mm-hmm. are the worst people because they just kind of skate through life because oh, yeah. everything is woe is me. Oh, these bad things happen to me. And it's like, but you're living. You're getting through. Right. You're surviving. You know what I mean? Maybe they like make their parents feel bad. Oh, I need money for this. I don't have this. I don't have that. And they kind of just live and just pick off of people. And it's like you get these pity relationships. Oh, yeah. You got to watch you out stuff like that. People. Mm-hmm. And that's so disgusting to me because it kind of reminds me of an Oh my God, I hate that channel so much. TLC. <laughs> I hate that channel. TLC, the group, music group, perfect. TLC, the TV show, the channel, terrible. I hate it because that show just shows you so many people who are just the worst type of human beings. And social media will show you that as well. The reason why I use that as an example is because there's some show, I think it's like something about the best dress or something like that where women try different wedding outfits on okay yeah and they try to find the perfect wedding dress or whatever and this girl was on an episode talking about her dad and it was so (laughs) disgusting how she was trying to manipulate him to get him to buy a dress that was out of their budget oh okay i think he came in and he said that the budget would be around ten thousand and she's a hell of a budget right right i mean yeah he's already he's already blowing blowing money yeah he's got got it um but it was crazy because it's like he said ten thousand, and then she used this manipulative tactic by saying oh no i thought it would be like seven thousand five thousand saying much lower right Mm -hmm. but then when they did the interview you know that little interview off to the side that they do in the next scene she's like well i really want one that's gonna be sixteen thousand. wow that's what i have my eye on but i'm gonna make him think that i'm going for five or seven and it's like oh you're disgusting that's interesting that is so (laughs) gross and the grossest part is when she tried on a dress that was too expensive she tried to do the whole pity face thing to make her dad feel like, oh, I have to buy it because she's so happy with it. You know, and it's like mm-hmm. some people manipulate people doing the whole crying thing. It's disgusting. It's just disgusting. And that's what I mean. And and misery, I'm not talking about it in the literal sense of people who are just constantly in states of depression and anxiety. Not that. That's why I said I'm not knocking that because I understand that that's more of a psychological thing. Right. But for people who are miserable in the sense of they have no achievements, no accomplishments, and all they can do is exploit people, that's disgusting. Right. Just, uh, the worst type of person. Yeah, that's, that's pretty terrible. <laughs> it's like scammers. Oh, They try to make yeah, you feel yeah, bad yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah. It's like, you're scamming me. How am I supposed to feel bad for you? Yeah, and then man. you get mad at me. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> I, just, I just do not have any, like... I don't have too much sympathy for sad stories, right? To be yeah. honest, because yeah. I'm like, hey, yeah. man, we all make our decisions, you know. Yeah. I guess like if you like homeless, like I help you out if I can, but 
Other than that, I, don't really, I really don't care about sad stories. You know what? Sad stories are used in such a manipulative way. Mm-hmm. And that's the unfortunate thing. That's probably why I don't care about them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because I think about that all the time. And I, I say this to people. It's like, doesn't it suck? That one person who was panhandling and being un, uh, being dishonest and trying to get money out of people ruined it for other people who really need the money. Right. Like if you could give a homeless person money and know that they were going to buy food or whatever. And in most cases, I think we discussed this before. I'll just ask them like, hey, you want me to grab you some food or whatever, some water and go and buy it. Right. And then give that directly to them. But it, it just sucks that a transaction can feel bad when someone's in need because you're like. I'm not sure if you're telling the truth. True. Because there's people out there who are dishonest. And dishonest people ruin it for the honest people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like relationships. It's like the cheaters ruin it for the honest people. Because it's like there's some people in honest relationships who are getting accused of everything. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, like, I know that you're doing this because my past relationship. And it's like, blame that guy. Yeah. I'm not that person, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, that's just going back to the dwelling on negative thoughts things, you know, yeah, that's, that's just your brain trying to, I guess you, yourself just trying to keep you safe from like being in a bad situation. But you know, I guess in certain situations that really doesn't make, it doesn't make sense that your brain does that. Right. You know, right. you can't that's like, true. Uh, I guess equate all your experiences to like this, like one bad thing that happened to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, the brain almost doesn't make sense sometimes because, this is so funny. I could be drinking water. I could literally just be drinking water. And then my brain could be like, what if you're drinking too much water? Oh, you ever yeah, thought about that? yeah, yeah. What if you're drinking too much? I'm like, what? I don't need this right now. <laughs> like, why, why now? Why when I'm drinking water, I could be going to the restroom or something. And it's like, oh, what if this happened? I'm like, why is it always a what if? Right. You know, I had a, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have ever seen this video. But I saw a video of somebody flush the toilet. They just flushed it. And then moments after they flushed it, a snake popped his head out of the toilet. Oh, heck no. I was like, why did I have to see that? That's crazy. Now, every single time I sit on the toilet, my brain is like, bro, Texas has a lot of snakes. Man. (laughs) What's the chances of that happening? Now, all y'all that listen to this podcast, now you're going (laughs) to double check. All because of Nick. Gonna go in there with a pocket knife. Oh man, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> funny because it like, it's like some things I worry about, and some things I don't like. Personally, I, I worry more so about like people. Right, right. And like in terms of every time I'm driving on driving my car, I'm like, huh, this is gonna be the day I'm oh, gonna get hit. Oh my god, some idiot gonna hit me today. That is so true. And I'm like, when I'm walking outside, somebody probably gonna stab me today. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen to me, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very wary around like strangers. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah, because <laughs> you hear the stories. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't and, know what this guy about to do. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's good to be cautious. I always tell people that it's very good to be cautious. A lot of people will tell you that you're being negative when you're being cautious. Mm-hmm. There's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference between a guy who's gripping a gun, walking around looking shady, versus somebody who says, "Maybe I just shouldn't be out at dark." Oh, right. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Let me make sure that I'm near a streetlight where I'm close to someone, that my phone is charged. Like, you know, make sure that you got to be on your p's and q's for sure. Yeah, you can't yeah. risk your your life like that and your safety. You yeah, and going back to optimism again. That's like uh, I don't know. It's it's like. You cannot be optimistic, and it'll be a good thing. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta yes. be wary. You gotta like gauge your gauge when to be optimistic and when not to be like in terms of i don't know dating this girl dumped you or whatever rejected you or whatever mm-hmm. don't dwell on it just be like i can find like i'll find like another girl you know yeah it'll, yeah it'll, there's other people yeah out there. it'll happen it, it just wasn't supposed to happen with me and her or whatever yeah yeah but it, and you know what's so crazy what's that it's so funny but i i feel like this is good advice for young guys yeah a lot of guys are scared of rejection from women oh and they're scared to true. approach them so i always think about it like this just know that your first couple of rejections are going to happen act like they already happen yeah when you go up to somebody and you're having a conversation actually don't even approach a girl just directly talk to other people first yeah because a lot of people are afraid to talk to strangers so then they go up and talk to a girl and they're like "Ooh, this is really bad bro it's like a, a lot of people always like wondering like i see these guys like on reddit and stuff like that or mm-hmm. online youtube in general they always like 
how do I talk to girls? You need to learn how to talk to people in general. Right. Not Get just up on girls, your social skills. Right. A girl is just a person. You don't right. talk to her like any like any differently than you talk to like this guy over here. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't treat them special or nothing like that. They're just a person. A person. <laughs> Another human being. And there's think about how many attractive people there are. There's mm-hmm. so many attractive men and women and people that you see. And maybe you have your eye on one person in particular, but you have to understand there are a lot of those people. Good looking people are everywhere, but right. there's not that many genuine people. Yep. There's not that many caring, loving, really decent human beings. Yeah. So even if you see someone who's attractive, don't be worried about the approach. Don't be worried about, oh, how do I say this perfectly? Because once again, you're never going to say anything perfectly. Yeah. But having a conversation with them and figuring out what their character is, is the most important part. You need to figure out the steps after. Figure out if you like them. Don't worry about if they like you. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Because there's some people out there who are like, oh, what if I say this nicely or whatever? It's like, what if you're somebody who just has, I don't know, a blue sense of humor? Right. You like, you know, maybe a couple of dark jokes or something. Nothing extreme. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's your personality. But you're so busy trying to be this like charming, nice guy. Oh, that's not funny. Right. And it's like, but that's not you. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like. So many guys want to trick girls. Don't worry about that. You need to work on your social skills and just improving you first. That's the most important thing. And when people see that you're focused on improving yourself, it makes them want to improve. True. You know what I mean? I think like we talked about this before, but it's like I wouldn't have the same level of drive to do certain things like this podcast, for example, if you didn't have a sense of drive. What's the point of of doing it? If you didn't want to do it, why would I want to do it with you? True. (laughs) But since you want to do it and I want to do it, we can have these interesting conversations, genuine dialogue. Mm -hmm. It works. Yeah. You know, but. And all this stuff is like, it's random. It's not scripted. It's not something, nothing like that. It's like we think about it like moments before we even start doing the podcast. Right. (laughs) You know, we just go with it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's sad because I realize a lot of people can't have these conversations, but it's not that there's no one out there to talk to about these things. Mm -hmm. It's just, like you said, we focus on the mundane kind of, Oh, what's your favorite movie? Oh yeah. I like that show. Oh yeah. I like that song. And that's kind of it. Right. But it's like, you know, as you get to know people who are genuine and people who have a sense of character, these things start to come out naturally. Yeah. So, well, I think it's important just to think about those things. Like we are saying, as you get older, you're going to start to focus on different things. And it's so important to eliminate all the unnecessary things out of your life. Yeah. Because focusing on the negative and being stressed out all the time, it's just, it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it's it. It's really not. You know, we only have a certain amount of time on earth. And I think it's important to be well-rounded. So, you know, it's just important for us to focus on what we can and not to stress yourself out. True. And like you said, let go of that past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The past yeah. is doing you no favors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just think about, like Nick said, your priorities. Like what was mm-hmm. important when you were younger is not going to be important when you're older. Yep. And maybe you want to get rid of those things while you're younger now. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> You'll be get like a jump start. more prepared when you get older. <laughs> yes. And definitely take care of your health. Health is important. So, yes, sir. That's something really big for you to take care of because that's all that you got. You know, yep. if you aren't well, then you can't be well for others. You know, very be true well for you. Be well for others. I like that. All right. Well, thank you guys for checking out Black Boundaries podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Terrell. And we'll catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.